podcast with Geeks by Geeks, where our hosts talk news headlines, comics, tech, and have in-depth discussions on all things geek. Keep calm and venture into the wasteland. Well, hello, fellow podcast listener, and welcome to Geek Followed Reloaded, the news and discussion podcast for geeks by geeks. I'm your host this week. My name is Chris Lockhart. I apologize if we have any technical issues going forward. It seems to be one of those nights. But I am not alone. I've got a full table of co-hosts here. First up, we have Alexa. How's it going, Alexa? I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing okay. Tired, but but I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Uh, next it was a week, up, right? Oh, yeah. Well, actually, my week just started. So, oh. But it was long day. Um, next up, we have Kevin Decent. How's it going, Kevin? Oh, it's going well. Um, I, I'm sorry. I, I honestly was not expecting to go second, so I don't have a, a witty thing planned yet. <laughs> oh, okay. I threw, I threw you <laughs> off your game. You did. You did. Uh, I like to mix it up every once in a while. Uh, last but not least, we have Lillian Knelson. How's it going, Lillian? Fantastic. And I'm always witty. Excellent. So, there Excellent. we go. <laughs> Um, so we had a little programming change for this week. Uh, Ragnar, unfortunately, couldn't be with us, so we were going to do our, I think it's our third part of our 80s movie episode discussion on Pop Culture Pub, uh, but he couldn't be here and we didn't want to do it without him. So we're going to try again next week. So this week we're just doing an episode of Geek Follow to discuss some geek news and hopefully we can get through this uh, without me cutting out again. All right. So unfortunately... Once again, we begin this episode of Geek Fallout Reloaded with our In Memoriam segment. And uh, as of, this came out, I believe, yesterday. Uh, oh, I know who you're talking about. Now my computer's doing something. We're having... Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe it. this is a sign. I think it's, I think Get out of here. Sign. Yeah. I don't know. I had to reboot. I even rebooted my computer before this recording. But... Anyway, uh, dear listener, if you're hearing this, we're having technical issues. I'm having technical issues. Skype's not co- cooperating. Uh, but yeah, um, I'll try and get through this. Uh, yesterday, I found out that Gary Graham passed away. Um, were you he, at Vulcan in 2015 when he was there? Yes, I was. I, I didn't yes. get... I seen him, uh, but I didn't actually get a photo him, with him because he that was the same year with Richard Hatch... Yep, Tony it was Todd. My first year. It was, it was our first year together. Yeah, and uh, Catherine Hicks. So I got everyone but him, unfortunately. Um, but again, it's one of those like I'll get him next time, just because you know I already, you know, was so busy. But yeah, unfortunately, Gary Graham, who played um, Saval, the Vulcan ambassador to Earth on Star Trek Enterprise, passed away. Um, he was also in the Alien Nation TV series. I don't know if anyone remembers that. Um, but yeah, he was, uh, born in 1950, 2024, so he was 74. Sure didn't look like it, but yeah. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, uh, Gary Graham passed away. Uh, does anyone else have some in memoriams that I'm... That they wanted to throw out there. Okay, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, 
All right, so let's move on to some geek news. Uh, <laughs> first up, the Mandalorian and Grogu film was announced since the last time we recorded. Um, apparently, yeah, they're fast-tracking the Mandalorian into a feature film, which I'm okay with. Uh, this is one Star Wars movie I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing. Um, so let's go around the table. Who's looking forward to the Mandalorian and Grogu film? Kevin, are you looking forward to it? Oh, absolutely. And honestly, I'm kind of hoping that this is, I mean, not that I want it to end, but I like the idea of ending this with a movie. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, there, there's been plenty of, there's been a few shows that have gotten movies that I always kind of felt like that should have been the end of it. That should have been like what you lead up to and then you do a big crazy movie and you walk away and then there's 10 more seasons so it doesn't work that way. But I would have liked it too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd be, uh, I, I'd be hopeful that like, this is it. That's the end of the story. And, or at least, how do I word this? The end of their, the two of them individually. Yeah. Two individually. That doesn't make sense. But I think you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, there, there's a rumor of like this, the Disney plus era of star Wars, like a big team up movie. That would be fine mm -hmm. to come after. But for these two, yeah, just have this be the culmination and, and then they, you know, they can pop up in other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, because I, I thought originally it was supposed to be like a big Dave Filoni team-up movie, like with Grand Admiral Thrawn being the big bad guy. But, yeah, that's what I was hearing too. But the thing with Star Wars is they say things and then they don't do them. Like, you know, there was supposed to be like... Um, the Star Wars trilogy with the Game of Thrones guys, that never happened. Um, there was the Rogue Squadron movie with um, the Wonder Woman director. I can't remember. Patty Jenkins. Like, she was supposed to do that movie. They even shot a thing with her getting into an X-Wing and putting on a helmet and stuff. They never did that. Um, there was supposed to be a sequel to Solo. That never happened. Um... Like, there's, you know, and then there's the Taika Waititi movie that they were supposed to be doing. That's not, apparently not happening. Happening, And the Dave Filoni, or uh, not Dave Filoni, um, the Marvel guy, Kevin Feige. There was supposed to be a Kevin Feige movie, and apparently that's not happening. So, you know, I, I just, fingers crossed they actually do this, and it's just not another tease that they throw at us. But, anyway, uh, Lillian, what are your thoughts on this? I don't care. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> I doth not. I doth not bother. It will be more adorable Grogu things, and yay for handsome daddy. But no. All right, uh, Alexa, your thoughts. I am actually surprised that they're making a movie. I would have personally gone with a few more seasons of the show rather than a movie, but I guess if they're trying to just end it with a bang, then that would be good. But, I don't know, I don't like when they do a series and then follow it with a movie. I just don't. Personal opinion. Yeah. Do one or the other, or do a movie later on featuring them and others, but if it's a continuation to the series, I'm going to be kind of upset about it. 
Yeah, I think, honestly, because of the flops that they did with the sequel trilogy and the solo movie, because the solo movie was a box office disaster for them. And then the man. I thought the solo movie was great. I wasn't a big fan, but it actually, like, out of all the Star Wars movies, it actually lost money for what they put into it. Um,. And it's the only, I believe it's the only Star Wars movie that's done that. Um, so I kind of understand them wanting to cash in on the movie money with the Mandalorian and Grogu. Because, I mean, Grogu's everywhere. Like, who doesn't love him? And, of course, Pedro Pascal and, and the Mandalorian, like, that's a big deal. But um, at the same time, yeah, I, this is just a cash grab. But hopefully, fingers crossed, that will be okay. Um, but yeah, all right, so moving on, um, I found this interesting, uh, for the 75th Emmy Awards, uh, an actor that I personally like from, uh, he was originally from Shameless, but now he's in a show called The Bear, uh, Jeremy Allen Have White. Have you not watched The Bear? No, I haven't, no. Oh my God, watch it. I I, I totally I totally intend to, but I yeah yeah I keep it's saying it's so good. Season one is so good. Well, I will definitely. I love this actor, like uh, Jeremy Allen White. I love Lip from Shameless, so I I could definitely yeah definitely it's definitely on my radar to check it out. But he he won lead actor for a comedy series, so I thought that was fantastic. Um, but also. Uh, sticking with the Emmys, uh, Better Call Saul was nominated for 53 Emmys and it won zero. So oh. I think I think that is a crime because that was such a great show. I loved Better Call Saul. Um, and it apparently has the unfortunate distinction of having the record for most Emmy losses ever. Um I just think that's terrible. Like it, it, it's such a good show. But anyway, the, um, more Emmy losses than Susan Lucci. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That oh, that's all I got for for Emmy news. That was the stuff that kind of piqued my interest. But anything else that came out of the Emmys that uh, you guys thought was interesting? Pretty people. I... <laughs> All right. I didn't even. I'm just beyond award shows now, I think. I think I just. I get caught up. Like, the news is so stupid. And if I I forget they're on. And so I enjoy seeing some of the clips. Um, I really enjoyed. Like, we know that the host of the Golden Globes was terrible. Mm -hmm. The Emmys was hilarious in some places. Like, there were just some wonderful moments. Uh, and that that's that's a good thing. I mean, there's another one. There, there was just another thing released, and the internet's going crazy about Barbie only not receiving this and not receiving that. But they still got nominated for eight things. But but apparently you're not allowed to say that. Uh, yeah, like Ryan Gosling got nominated, but uh, and so did America Ferrera. Yeah, but uh, Margot Robbie didn't, and the movie itself didn't. Yeah. Well, no, the movie is up for for Best Picture. <clears throat> is it just? Oh. It is up for something. So that's where this, this whole narrative is stupid. So they're like, oh, it did, she didn't get nominated for Best Director. But the movie is up for, like, Best Picture or something. Yeah. It has eight nominations. 
like best song, I think, and then there's yeah. something else as well. I think it might have two best songs. It might be, yeah. So I mean, like there are nominations. It's just not the ones that people are super like boom focused on. Yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't make everybody happy. Unfortunately, it doesn't matter. They'll find something that is that they don't think is fair. But you know. I, I haven't watched it. I'm sure Margaret Mar- Robbie's awesome, but, you know, she's probably got some stiff competition, you know, like, I don't know. Um, so ne- the next bit of news I got here is the first teaser trailer for Deadpool 3 will be shown at the Super Bowl on February 11th. So this cool. is the the historic team-up of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine and Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. And it's supposed to be the, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, I, you know, honestly, this is the only comic book movie I'm looking forward to watching this year. So, I'm, Well, know. he had, there was a post, I think, on Instagram or somewhere today where he was, like, saying how it's done. They're so happy. Like, it was fantastic. And and we're just, I'm, I'm so excited to see it. Yeah, me Isn't too. Isn't this the only comic book movie this year? No, no. Uh, uh, when is Thunderbolt or whatever it is going to be out next year? Probably. Yeah, they the start filming Marvel. next month. It's the only Marvel one this year. Ah. Yeah. No, no, I think there's. I don't know. DC's got the James Gunn reboots, and nothing's ready for that yet. Yeah. I, no, I know there's something out, but I can't. I don't know. It's not. Can't think of it. It's sad. Like I used to, I used to like have it in my in my calendar. Like when these movies were coming out. Now it's just like, eh. You know, I don't know. It's too bad. Um, so the next bit of uh, comic book MCU news that I have is Tatiana Maslany reveals Disney has no interest in She Hulk season two, as she says they said no thanks. Uh, so yeah, Disney says no thanks to She-Hulk season two. Uh, I'm okay with that, to be honest with you. Um, Same. I, I, the finale is where really I kind of had a hard time dealing with it. Other than that, I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was very much in line with you know john byrne and dan slots runs on the on she hulk like it's you know very comedic comic book uh i'm more interested in seeing she hulk show up in the next avengers movie i i i, I want to see her on the big screen um and and seeing tatiana Muslani play her uh in an avengers movie i'm, I'm that's what i want to see going forward for the she hulk so i don't really think we need a season two but it's crazy when you think of how much There's... money they spent on that show, though. Like, it's nuts. Like, they spent more on that show, I think, than the last season of Game of Thrones. Which is crazy. Um, I mean, Game of Thrones was a bad... <clears throat> had a bad last season, but they had some really incredible episodes. Um, you know, some, some you know, really great CGI and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of crazy to think that they spent the same amount, but... But anyway, Kev, um, I kind of cut you off there. You were going to say something? No, there's um, so there's rumors that we'll see like a, a restructuring of 
Marvel's timeline. Mm. Um, just be, you know, because of the strikes, certain things are, you know, when things are coming out are going to be different. And then there's the rumor that like the War Machine Armor Wars, instead of being a show, it's going to be a movie. Because once they started writing it, they're like, we don't have, you know, six hour long things, but we got a two hour movie here. Um, but in that restructuring, there's a rumor that instead of doing like a She-Hulk season two or certain other things, they're going to do World War Hulk. I would be okay with that. Yeah. Um, and now, there's no way they can do it like the comics, because at that point you're doing an Avengers level movie. But we have enough Hulk based characters now that we're bringing in everything that you could do something along those lines. Well, they did introduce uh, Scar at the end of yep. She-Hulk. Real briefly, yeah. Yeah. And, but the only thing is, I don't, like, unless they have a deal with Universal, because Universal still has the rights to the Hulk, like, they like they wouldn't be able to call it World War Hulk. They, they have the rights to a Hulk movie starring the Hulk. Oh. Hulk can be used, Hulk can be used in other movies or TV shows. So you yeah, could Hulk. call it World War Hulk. And kind of fudge it and like, no, because we have She-Hulk and Son of Hulk and and all this other stuff here. And you could fudge it or you could do it as a Disney Plus thing. Yeah. So I think that's their, their wiggle room for it. Okay. No, I'd definitely be interested to see it. I mean, you know, I love World War Hulk and I love the Hulks. Um, but yeah, I would, I'd rather see it as a bit like... Like, actually, the, the Armor Wars, I'm glad that that's going to be a TV show. Or, sorry, a movie instead of a TV show. Just given what they did with Secret Invasion. Like, Secret Invasion yeah. was really disappointing. Um, because, like, like the like the comic book Secret Invasion had all the characters. But you can't do that unless you're doing a movie. So the TV show felt very watered down. And I really didn't feel like there's any real stakes involved. So for I was kind of worried then, ha having seen that, that the Armor Wars were going to be kind of the same. But um, And honestly, I think they did Rhodey dirty in, in Secret Wars. I don't like the idea that Rhodey's been a Skrull since Civil War, or before yeah. Civil War. Or no, after Civil War. After Civil War, but... In Infinity War and Endgame, he was a Skrull. I don't like that. That bugs me. I think we're getting into Chris and I as, as longer comic readers than uh, our, our two other co-hosts here. Nothing mm -hmm. against that. But um, in comics, there's certain things where, like, okay, that story came out, and now that we're past it, we're going to just ignore it. Yeah, like here's here's the continuity we're paying attention to, and we want to count and this other stuff. We just kind of like, yeah, it came out, but we don't really pay attention to it, and we don't mention it. Mm -hmm. And it almost feels like we're already there with Marvel, with MCU. Yeah, like okay, yeah, that happened, and and if we ever want to pick up that thread, it's it's there, but we're gonna just keep moving forward. Yeah, and and, and that's the thing. Like I've I heard like I haven't watched the Marvels the the movie, um, but I'm told that Nick Fury, you would never know the events of, of uh, Secret Invasion happened. No. 
no mention of it whatsoever. Yeah, so it's like, then what was the point? Like, like I don't know. And that, you know, I mean, they could always say it's a multiverse thing, but then that they're beating that dead horse, you know? But, anywho. Um, Lillian and, and Alexa, did you guys have any thoughts on on all this nerdy comic stuff? Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> I I, okay. I, just, I just thought I would ask. Thought I would ask. Um, but again, we're, I'm going off on something I'm sure you ladies aren't interested in. But I thought I would ask Kevin because he's our resident uh, wrestling guy. Uh, apparently, Netflix is to exclusively stream WWE Raw starting January 2025. So, what are your thoughts on that, Kev? Is that a good move or or not? Um, we're we we as wrestling fans are still figuring out what the heck is going on here with this. So Netflix, like what was it? Peacock just did a NFL game that was exclusive on Peacock, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of people were mad because they're like, "Oh, I got to get the streaming thing to go ahead and get Peacock," and yet you see the numbers, and a lot of people did. So you know, if you build it, they will come. Yeah, like. If you give people an exclusive on a thing, they'll go ahead and sign up for your thing so they can still have their exclusive. Um, what is it? Some like five hundred million for the rights for this? Holy crap! I think it five hundred million. Um, so it's a ten-year deal. But what the deal is is after five years, Netflix can decide if they want to do ten more years, bringing it to fifteen. And then hmm. if that's going well, then there's an extension on top of that. So it could it, it's between five and twenty years, depending on how well it's doing for them. So um, with with Raw, it was still on USA, right? Yeah, it went on. It, uh, so back in the late '90s, early 2000s, TNN, the national network, just yep. became TNN, like the national network or something like that, and then yep. it became Spike TV. Yep. Raw was on there for like three years, maybe. And then they did a big homecoming episode. Like, we're back on USA. Yeah. And the rights came up for everything WWE, all three of their brands. Um, so SmackDown goes to USA, leaves Fox, goes to USA. NXT leaves USA, goes to the CW. And then it's like, well, what happens to Raw? There's no way that USA is going to pay money for both Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So people are like, oh, maybe it goes Fox, maybe it goes uh, a Warner Brothers channel, maybe you know, like no one knew it was going to go. Netflix came out of nowhere with this, though. So, all right, Netflix apparently had a tennis game play live recently to test out their live sports thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Peacock, a lot of the other ones, they'll do live football, soccer, you know, NASCAR, like uh, whatever, baseball. There's They're streaming live on these services. So it does happen. It's just that Netflix yep. has never done it. Um, so then we're all like, okay, uh, in none of this, in none of the press releases, does it say Monday night raw? It says raw. Okay. Does it stay on Mondays? It's on Netflix. Does Netflix now have commercials for this? Or do you do no commercials? If there's no commercials, then how do the matches and everything play out outside of the U S for countries where this isn't on Netflix. Yeah. So do you just have like a guy in a headlock for three minutes because we got commercials during those three minutes? 
<laughs> um, yeah. What would you do for ratings for this? Like, do you assume these it's families watching it or all adults watching it? Does that change the content? Where's all the previous stuff go? Is it just you have they have access to everything from January on, or can you go back and watch older stuff? Don't know. Hmm. Uh, it makes me debate on getting a VPN because this deal is for, like, uh, in the U.S. it's just WWE on Netflix. However, in Canada, uh, Canada, UK, and Latin America, it's everything WWE is now going to be on Netflix starting 2025. Hmm. So with the VPN, I could get it. I mean, I got most of it on Peacock, but maybe there will be other stuff on there. Yeah. Uh, and then the odd thing is the USA deal ends in October. This Netflix deal starts in January. So where do the shows go for two to three months? Hmm. And no one has an answer for that. Coincidentally, within the same hour of this being announced, it was announced that TKO, which is the new company of WWE and UFC, are now owned by the same company. Mm-hmm. which was previously Endeavors, now called TKO. TKO announced, hey, we have a new member of our board of directors, and it's The Rock. Interesting. Just coincidentally with all this other stuff going on. Part of the deal is not only is The Rock named as one of the board, uh, named to the board, but now Dwayne Johnson owns the name The Rock. WWE no longer owns it. Huh. So that was part of the deal. And, and both those things came out within like the same hour. So we're all like, okay, what the heck is going on? And there's been no answers. And it's been like uh, Royal Rumbles this weekend. WrestleMania's coming up. Uh, one of their world champions blew out his knee. He tore his MCL and his meniscus. I think that's the right word. Um, and they're pretty much hoping that he can rehab it and not have surgery and be okay to wrestle in April for WrestleMania, but they don't know. Mm. So you have your biggest show of the year, like is literally hanging by attendant. Yeah. To see how this goes. It's, it's been a crazy week for stuff. Yeah. And yeah, we, we still have no idea what's actually going on. Yeah. And I was thinking about that, like, for like in Canada, Raw was on TSN for years, and then it got switched over to Sportsnet, which also had SmackDown. So it was kind of cool because that you know it was on the same network and stuff. Uh, but now, yeah, I guess if it's going to Netflix, it it would affect here in Canada as well. So Sportsnet won't yep. have that. So no, so yeah, it's supposed to be on Canadian Netflix too come January. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. Um, all right. Well, uh, uh, Lillian and Alexa, sorry for boring you, um, <laughs> with that, uh, with it's the, not boring. The, um, but did you, did you ladies have anything you wanted to throw out there for geek news before we move on? Actually, when it comes to the wrestling thing, I was rather fascinated because I saw Kevin had posted about it and so would you and, or one of you had, I don't remember. Anyway, somebody had. Uh, but what got me was I have been super annoyed lately at streaming services adding in commercials. Yeah, because me too. We're pay- yeah, we're paying not to have commercials. So if we're bringing sports in, sports don't have commercials. So they're going to have to have an entirely different method for this versus our regular TV shows, which I think is going to make a lot of people angry. Yeah, like, but we'll see. Yeah, it's hard to say. Like, I know... Um... Because I, I, I get Sportsnet, the app, 
in Canada because I got rid of my satellite. And there is commercials for like hockey, during hockey games and stuff, just like there would be on television. Um, but I know when I, because this summer I watched a few ball games on Apple Plus because they'll do like a Friday night and a Saturday night game. And they don't do commercials. And it's really weird because it's like the announcers will, it's like they still go to commercial, but the, the broadcast doesn't. So basically you just see a shot of like the maintenance guys on the field, like doing stuff and, and the players going to the bench and the players, you know, the other team going to the outfield. It's kind of weird. Like, it's like this lull, you know, and it's like, when are they going to come back? When are they not coming back? Um, you know, don't, you know, like, it's just, I don't know. It's just weird. And I'm just wondering if, if wrestling's going to be like that, where it's just, it'll be like crowd shots for like five minutes and then, then they'll go back to wrestling. I hope not. Cause I actually hope they're like, they, if they're going to be on Netflix, maybe they'll make extra content in place of the commercials. Maybe, I don't know, but well, a, a lot of times they'll do like, uh, YouTube exclusive. Here's what happened backstage. Mm, yeah, stuff like that. You, I think they could just work that in where there would be commercials. Yeah, because that I, I would recommend doing something. Because like I said, like watching ball games on Apple Plus, I hate it because it's so weird that there's like nothing there where there should be commercials. Um, that being said, I hate I hate getting apps where I'm watching commercials for TV shows when it shouldn't be like, um, like I got in Canada, we have a, a, a city TV app. Um, because like I said, I got rid of my satellite. So I got that because they got some shows I like to watch on there, but they always have like one or two commercials during the commercial breaks. Like granted it's, it's not as much as if you were to watch it on TV, but it's still annoying. It's like, I'm still paying like 10 bucks a month for this thing. Like why is, why are you guys still double dipping? Anyway, anyway. Um, I was going to say, I, I just have one because I don't think Chris saw oh. it. And I, I'd, be okay. interested, I'd, I'd be interested in opinions on this. Okay. So Marvel announced that there will be a mature version of some of their titles uh, uh, starting later this year. So they're starting it with, they're going to do like this big crossover vampire story. Blade will be involved and some of your horror characters and everything. So there'll be the regular version, all ages version, and then there'll be a mature version in a bag. They'll have extra pages of art that are more gory. And that's going to be their, their toe tip, their toe dip, tip into the water of experimenting with more mature ones. Now the issue is, Let's say you're a parent picking up books for your kid at the comic store. Mm-hmm. Who's going to explain to you the difference? Are we trusting um, the comic stores to say, here's the all ages, here's the mature one? Some no, the, the book will have a rating on it. What kind of a dummy doesn't look at that? It, it, it's, it's not a big rating. No, but there already are books out there that are not like... I mean, they're, 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 for the. I mean, okay, hold still. Let's pause for a Marvel for a second. DC does dark stuff, and yeah. there are a lot of graphic novels out there and comic books that you do not hand children. And if you do without actually looking at them, then that's on you. But at the same time, like, if if Marvel's looking at doing 
something that's a little bit more DC-ish, I'm 100% down. But it's up to the parents to know what they're giving their kids. Right, because the, yeah. there was there was another question of like, all right, the digital apps. How hard is it going to be to just switch your, you know, you're a kid, just switch the parental controls on it to read the more mature version of the titles? Like, it's it's not like in the book apps, these are like, you know, very difficult to change settings on. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. Like, if you're going in and it's like, hey, uh, Marvel Bloody Vampire War number one, like, you should kind of wonder for the title. It's not like it's mm-hmm. called, like, Puppies and, Puppies and Rainbows number one. Like, you know, the, you should be aware there's something going on here. Walking Dead. Oh, geez, maybe there's something horror in here. You know, like, stuff should jump out. And, and, um, the, and the but, thing is, like, Marvel has done this before with their max line like they have done yeah adult comics before um but yeah it is it is a little bit on the i mean the max line was just for comic book stores you wouldn't i mean not that there's spinner racks now but um it it would be up to the comic book store guy to like say hey you know like this is adult content you know yeah just well like i um i remember my uncle years and years ago when I was like early teens, if not younger, uh, he knew I was into comics. He's like, Oh geez, I got this comic from my daughter who was even younger than me at the time. And I, I can't believe that there's like all this adult stuff in here. And I'm like, okay, it, it's it's granted it's tiny, but right by the price, it says suggested for mature readers. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's tiny, but it's right there. Also, I'm like, you got like your whatever how old girl she was like eight or something. I'm like, you got your eight year old a Swamp Thing comic. Like that should have been clue number one. Yeah. Like why? Like the hell are you getting her Swamp Thing? You know why didn't you get her like something more all ages than this to to start with here? Yeah. I don't know. The the rumor was Disney didn't want Marvel doing like mature stuff for a while, but I'm guessing that's going away. Yeah, I, I'm I'm all for it. Like you know, it's just yeah, just properly label it, and and the comic book store guys just got to be a little bit diligent, and and I don't know, the Kindle app could again be a little bit more diligent because I mean there is other things you can get on on Kindle that's worse than comics. Like they're they're oh. yeah, hockey books. <laughs> hockey huh? Don't no ask. All right, <laughs> but I I know there's. Um, well, maybe it's not the Kindle. Maybe I'm thinking of a different app. There was an app where they had... No, it's not Kindle. It's this other app that I had. It was like a newspaper app. But they would have, like, magazines from, like, um, Britain and stuff. So, yeah, if, like it's like a soccer magazine. But there's also nude women in it as well. So, it was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, like, I would never have known that based on the cover. It's it's a soccer magazine, and then you start flipping through it, and it's like, oh yeah, that that chick is completely nude, like weird. Uh, we just, I guess, over there, it's a little bit more commonplace than that. It reminds is me of the um, in the UK. There's a regular newspaper where I can't remember if it's page six or page three. Page anywhere, six. page <laughs> yeah. six. There yeah, you it, go. it's 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 the sun. Yeah, yeah, the, the naked ladies. Yeah, just yeah. reading on the train. Well, that, like, I know uh, when I, and this is like 2001, I went to Germany to visit a friend, and the Maxim magazines over there are fully nude. 
Not like, like, because back then, like, Maxim Magazine was pretty popular over here. But over there, it's like, yeah, they get, they get completely naked. And, and it's just, yeah, it's on a shelf that kids could, could pull it from if they wanted to. But in North America, we might be a little bit more on the prudish side a little bit. Which might be a good thing, but might be a bad thing. I don't know. That's a, that's a debate. Um... All right. Did anyone else have any geek news before we move on to our brain candy segment? All right. Okay. Well, let's move on to our brain candy segment. So this is the segment where we discuss things that we're reading, watching, listening to, whatever it is, whatever we feed to our brain. And then if we want, we can uh, make it a pick or a pan. So, Alexa, did you have any brain candy this week? I don't. It's been a pretty slow week for me. That is perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, for myself, I'll go next. Um, for All Mankind, Season 4 wrapped up, and it was an excellent season, as always. This is a series that's on Apple+. Plus. It's an alternate um, reality where... Um, Mankind never stopped the space race, and in 2003, people are living on Mars, and, you know, like, they're um, building colonies and all that kind of stuff. It's it's quite interesting. I definitely recommend it. Um, next up, I want to recommend uh, Conan the Barbarian from Jim Zub and Titan Comics. Titan now has the license for Conan the Barbarian. I was sad to see Conan leave Marvel again. But Titan Comics is actually doing a really good job, and Jim Zub is a great writer, and it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of good Barbarian stuff. And last but not least, I finally watched Killers of the Flower Moon, again on Apple+. Plus. This is the movie uh, directed by Martin Scorsese, starring Robert De Niro, um, Leonardo DiCaprio, and... Um, Oh, Lily Gladstone, um, who uh, played Leonardo's wife in, in the film. She was also nominated. She won a Golden Globe, and I believe she's been nominated for an Oscar as well. Um, it's a great movie. It, it It's really eye-opening. Um, and when... And I don't want to give too much away, but when you watch the trailers... You kind, I, I kind of got the impression that Leonardo was playing a character like he's the white guy who comes in to save everybody. And that is totally not what happens. It's very interesting. Leonardo did a fantastic job, as always. I think he's a great actor. Robert De Niro was amazing. Um, I mean, the guy's like in his 80s, but man, that guy can still act. He's awesome. And... Uh, you know, sadly, it's based on a true story. Um, it took took my wife and I two nights to watch it because it's like a three and a half hour movie. Um, but once you get going, it doesn't feel like it. it it's really good. Um, but uh, we had to stop at the one night because it was already like 11 o'clock and we were only halfway through. And I was like, I don't think I could stay up to one o'clock. I got to go to bed because I'm old and, and I get tired easily. So. But no, it's definitely worth it. Definitely check it out. It's on Apple Plus right now. And yeah, totally worth it. 
Uh, Lillian, do you have anything this week for brain candy? Uh, which one's brain candy? It's where we, uh, something you're reading, watching, I listening to. I ask every time. No, I, th- I knew that. I knew that. Okay, so we watched Echo, and it was amazing. Okay. Uh, and beautiful. Oh, my goodness. It was beautiful. I cried like a baby. But the thing is, okay, so this, the cast was amazing. The cast was just perfect. And what made, it actually spurred this really cool conversation where the main actress who played Maya, she is deaf and she does sign naturally. Mm-hmm. And apparently she had never really thought of acting much. And then someone, a couple of her friends sent her the, the, the call for like a deaf indigenous actress. And she went out and boom, she had it within like no time. And she's amazing. Like we already saw her in, in Hawkeye yeah. and she was fantastic. But this movie is beautiful. And I, my favorite thing about it was the way that it, it dealt with the indigenous nature of this character respectfully. It, it was done in a way that was not patronizing. It was it was beautiful. It was it was so beautifully done. And Kingpin was amazing. Uh, creepy. That man is just everything. Um, it was just it was wonderful. It was it was truly wonderful. And if you haven't watched it yet, go watch it. It's just it's beautiful. And it's nice to see representation uh, from the indigenous and the the hard of hearing deaf community. So that was fantastic. Um, I don't know about my lovely co-host here, but uh, watching, we've also been keeping up with Percy Jackson. And I am unsure because we were very excited when we found out that the author was actually invested in this series. And uh, he was on like he was there so like it wouldn't turn out like the movies which are horrible hmm. but there's so many changes happening and there's so many things that are so different than the books that i i admit that it's not terrible but it is very different and i don't know what he's doing so i'm on the fence as to whether or not i'm okay with some of this it's just it's just I'm, it's i don't know i have some complaints I have some appreciations, but I have some complaints. Um, also, Dan, what's that show we've been watching? Um, With Michelle Yeoh. Oh, uh, Brother, Soon. Brother Soon? Oh, my goodness. Hmm. So good. Oh, my. It's Michelle Yeoh, so hello. But uh, it's fantastic. It's so good. Excellent. Very violent. Very gory. The, but, yeah. yeah, I haven't watched Echo yet. The only complaint I have, though is in in the show like from what i've seen she's always got the same expression like that like that scowl but she's actually like because i saw like i saw pictures of the premiere and stuff like when they did the red carpet thing she has a very beautiful smile i just wish they would let her show are you telling a woman to smile I, I kind of am because she's got such a beautiful smile. She does smile. She does smile in the show. Oh, okay. I, like I said, I haven't watched it, but it just seems like all the all the clips I've seen and all the pictures, she's always got that scowl on. And I'm like, man, like just... Because that's the one they pick where she looks like a badass. Yeah, I guess. But, you know, I don't know. I just... There's a lot of uncomfortable stuff. Like the entire series is set in like childhood trauma. <clears throat> so, I mean, you don't smile a lot. I guess. I just, I don't know. To think with Disney, there'd be a little bit more smiling. But uh, I will say um, the actress who plays, I don't know if it's her aunt or her grandma, the elderly. Her grandma. 
Okay, uh, she's also in uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tan- and she's amazing. Yeah, Tantu Cardinal. She's a awesome Canadian yeah. actress. She's um, uh, did a number of appearances on North of Sixty, which is one of my my all time favorite Canadian show. Great actress, and uh, also Graham Green is an Echo. Which uh, I don't know about you. But if anyone ever grew up watching Dances with Wolves, this man's voice saying the word Tatanka is forever in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Buffalo. Again, great actor. Great, awesome actor. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. It's just, I he's saw. Honestly, um, he's one of the best. He's so funny in this show. Just the crazy old grandpa. So. Did, if, did, did you ever watch Maverick back in the of 90s? Course. He was hilarious in I mean, that show. I didn't show. watch it in the 90s because I was under 10, but <laughs> I did watch it when I was older. Yeah, because he plays the Indian guy in that movie. He plays all the best Indian guys. Yeah, and him and Mel Gibson <laughs> are just hilarious in that in their scenes together. Yeah, no, Maverick is one of my all-time favorite movies. Um, I can't remember when I was allowed to watch it, but I do know it became an annual thing to watch at my uncle's house. Mm. Uh, and, and as a child, I didn't understand everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I definitely, I think I loved it so much. I had such, uh, that was before Mel Gibson became inappropriate. So. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He had a lot of good movies back then, but anyway, yeah, no Graham Greene. Yeah. He's, he's fantastic. He was also on the last of us. He seems to be everywhere. He was on the last of us for an episode. He was, um, uh, he was in uh, something else recently that. Oh, he was in uh, eight. No, yeah, eighteen eighty-three, in the the Yellowstone prequel. He was in a couple of episodes. Oh, I also forgot. We've continued watching uh, Quantum Leap, the new one, and I'm still not sure if I like it, but it's still fun. Excellent. Um, yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I couldn't get into that, but no, that's good. I love Quantum. I love I love the original Quantum Leap, so. I'm kind of of a stickler for it. Uh, Kevin, what do you got on the go for Brain Candy this week? Oh, let's see. Um, I can't remember, because I didn't finish it within the last week or two, but I can't remember if I brought it up before. But uh, there's this giant hardcover book called Dusted Grooves. Did I mention this before? I don't think so. Okay, so... It looked like it was all about record collecting, especially in New York City. And I was like, oh, this would be fascinating. And it's got, mm-hmm. like, uh, a, a, you know, Questlove. I don't think he's the writer, but I think he was, like, one of the driving forces behind creating the book. Okay. And I'm like, well, this would be interesting. Just, you know, people like him talking about going and deep diving in record stores and finding, like, weird obscure places and shops that are forgotten about and you know here here's a record i found on the floor and it was the most amazing thing and you know like i just thought the the hunt of it would be interesting mm-hmm. and like there's a there's a documentary from a couple of years ago called uh a band called death which is like a pre like before punk was punk it's this three black brothers formed a punk band before punk was a thing made a record it's incredibly before its time it went nowhere and they're like all right whatever we tried um one of the brothers gave his kid 
the master tapes for everything. And he said, I believe one day someone will come looking for these and I want you to keep them safe. And uh, I think it was Questlove was like deep diving in a record bin in New York City. And was like, what the heck is this? I've never heard of this band. He goes home and plays it. It's like, oh, my God, what is this? And stop out. He's like, I have to find these people. So sure enough, a generation later, someone came looking for the tapes. Because they're like, more people need to know about this and hear about it. Mm-hmm. So I see this book, like Dustin Grooves, and I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be something about that hunt and finding these things and, and bringing stuff to life. And no, it's just people with like, here's a picture of all my boxes of records, and like, oh yeah, they take up too much space. Oh yeah, they get dusty. Oh, check out this one, it's pink. Oh yeah, my spouse, partner, kids, whatever, say I have too many and I gotta get rid of them. Like, this is a $50 book. I am so glad I did not spend money on this. I just, I like, I wanted it so bad when I heard about it. And when I finally sat down and went through it um, at a library, I'm like, I'm so glad. I did, like, I, I wouldn't even buy it for a dollar at this point. Yeah. It was what, so your, your lead up was definitely a lot more interesting than what it ended up being. Oh, it, that's it, for sure. It's nothing. I was looking forward to it so much and it's nothing. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad I, 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 if I had bought it and then read it, I would have been pissed. I would have absolutely returned it. It would have been so bad. Um, but the rest of the stuff for the last couple of weeks has been um, things with my kid. Uh, he get, He's into Ben 10 again. So we're kind of bouncing around all the Ben 10 series. Like, he doesn't want to watch it in order. He just he has favorites that he wants to watch. I'm like, that's fine. I'm cool with that. We we redid a couple of movies, which he was into it for like six months, like four years ago, maybe, and then just got out of it. And for some reason, he's right back into it now. But I'm, I'm enjoying the hell out of it with him. Um, I just went and bought him uh, the new DC animated movie, which just came out Tuesday, which is uh, Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1. They're doing three direct-to-DVD animated movies this year for the entire, their version of the Crisis on Infinite Earth story. So I'm very curious. He, he says we, we got to sit down and watch it Sunday, so that's Sunday's plan to watch it. I already saw some YouTube video where it's like, the 100 superheroes who appear in part one. I'm like, oh my god, what are we in for? <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. And then the last weekend... uh out of nowhere, he sees an ad that Across the Spider-Verse is back in theaters for one week. Huh? And he's like, can we go? Can we go? I'm like, I don't know if it's playing anywhere around here. So I see it's playing like an hour away. And I tell him, and he's like, I'll go. I'm like, that's the mall that scares you. You're fine with it now, but that's the mall that scares you, and you already said you don't want to go up to theater because it's on the fourth floor, and that's too many elevators or escalators for you. Mm-hmm. I want to go. I want to go see it that bad. I'm like, oh wow, okay. Like you're willing to conquer fears to see this. Like I hate that escalator. I'm mm-hmm. much older than you are, kid, and I hate that one because it's straight down. You can see like four floors of space, and I don't like it. Mm. <laughs> so then I get looking. I find it's playing 20 minutes away at a different theater. I'm like, oh, let's go. <laughs> so he's much more. He had never been to this theater that's away, though. So I'm like, all right, it's a very nice theater. You'll have fun. I'll get the tickets in advance because I know I know the way that place is set up. It's easier if I buy them in advance than the poor random teenager that's the only person working. 
So we get there, got tickets in advance, wait too long for food, go into the theater. I'm like, oh, it's this theater. He has no idea. The chairs go almost completely flat nice. when, when you start to back. The speakers are in the seat, so they're vibrating and moving while you do it. Yep. It's probably the prettiest screen that they have. And so here, like, we watched Cross Spider-Verse when it first came out. We've watched it at least twice at home. So this is, like, fourth or fifth time we're watching it. But I'm like, oh, my God, this is maybe the best screen I've ever seen it on. Like, just the detail in the art. I'm like, God, this movie's pretty. I'm so glad he found out this was playing again. Like, you know, I know the plot. I've seen the movie a few times mm-hmm. now, and I'm just getting lost in it. And seeing, like, all these little things I didn't notice before now on this giant screen. I'm like, yeah, I'll do this again. <laughs> Anytime this movie's in theater, I'm going to go see it again. That's awesome. Yeah, what, like, um, the one theater I like going to has the reclining seats, and yeah, it's... Once you, once you once you get that kind of comfort, it's hard to go back to a regular theater. Oh, oh. Did I talk about Iron Claw since we no. recorded left? No. Okay, so I did go finally see Iron Claw. Um, for the ladies? Yes? Holy crap. I know, right? Uh, what's his name from the bear? I know, Jeffrey. Yep. Jeez. I know, right? Apparently the boys had a gym outside of their trailers so they could pump up between takes. I have watched wrestling all my life. I've read superhero comics all my life. And these actors had muscles I've never seen before in my life. Hmm. Like, unreal. Um, Zach Efron should not be that big, because he's Zach Efron. Yeah, here we are. Um, I mean, you've seen Baywatch. Yeah, but jeez. I know, I know. Like, this was just absurd. Um, I... How do I word this right? <laughs> okay. I, you know, being straight white male, <laughs> watches wrestling... Uh-huh. Did you have a, 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 a moment? No, no, I didn't have a moment. But I'm watching it. I'm like, man, they are trying to get a certain audience to come see this movie, aren't they? Oh, oh are you saying women are 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 we turning men into objects? Are we? Are... No, no. To be fair, Lillian, I... it, it's not just the women; it's the gay guys too. Yeah. <laughs> They're, they are absolutely marketing to the gay audience with this movie, too. Absolutely. Uh, literally. Absolutely. And and, and, <laughs> and and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I mean, it's like Magic Mike, you know? No, no, but it was just like, wow. I Like, maybe I'm sheltered. I'm like, I've never seen it so blatant. Or I've just gotten used to it in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I'm aware of wrestling markets to, you know, this as well. I'm just so yeah. used to it. That says, you know, to see to see the package. Nope, wrong word. To see <laughs> to see something wrapped up and presented a certain way. I'm gonna just roll with it now. Um, that I'm used to in a certain way, presented in a different way, was like, oh, geez, all right, we're doing this. Um, but it's also like, God, that was just a good movie. And, like, I know all this stuff, I know all the tragedy, and still I'm like, oh, my God, this hurts to watch. 
but it was just like it was just a really good movie and the uh zach heffron playing kevin von eric he meets a girl he falls in love they get married stuff happens during the movie the character's name is pam i forget the actress's name she's in everything she absolutely steals every scene she's in i'm like i like yes she's beautiful but it wasn't that i'm like my god she's just good it's been a while since I've seen someone act and I'm like, I want to see everything you've been in. And I can't remember who it is right now. And this is, um, a, and this is iron claw. It's an iron claw. Yeah. And Which, it's in, it's in theaters. Or? So the actress you're thinking of is Lily James, who also played Pam in the Pam and Tommy movie. Okay. Oh, okay. She's literally been in everything. Lily James is fantastic. She was so good. Like, she just steals, like, if she's on camera, you have... She was in Cinderella, Mamma Mia, Baby Driver. I'm just trying to think of, like, hmm. a few of our others. Well, yeah. And and where can where can we watch this movie, Kev? Where is it at? Um, Andy Indie Theater has it. Okay. And uh, it, there's no home video or streaming announced yet, but I'm sure there will be. But, mm. God, it was good. Like, I'm going to expect and see the wrestling stuff, which there was, and there's a lot of, and that is the main story. But the, the family story is crazy for it. But, yeah, her, God, every time she's on screen was amazing. And I'm like, I mean, Grand Academy Awards I think stuff it's her was. mouth. She has a very pretty mouth. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she's got a pretty face. I was not expecting you to say that. She's got a very, per- she's got a very pretty mouth. Okay, so Lily James. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna... She was the annoying Cinderella. Horrible, horrible movie. Oh, Lovely. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying there, Lily. Yeah, she does have a nice mouth. It's a very pretty mouth. Yeah. Oh, God, just such like such a scene-stealing actress for this. I was uh, in awe over her. And don't go watch Pam and Tommy unless you're ready for chaos, please. Because she's naked a lot. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I may have to check. Well, what's his... Um, <laughs> what's his name plays Tommy? Um, Sebastian Stan. Yeah. My beautiful yeah. man, who was just at uh, Van... Um, the Sundance Film Festival with a new movie, and they were talking about him getting ready to go shoot for Marvel in a month. Yep. Huh. Yeah. As it's time for them to do the Thunder thing. Yeah, Thunderbolts. Interesting. That's, yeah. So he's growing out his long hair, so our Winter Soldier has his long hair back. Although yeah. he looks so dead. Like, I don't know if it's because he's currently doing a Donald Trump biopic and he had to play Donald Trump for multiple weeks, but the poor, he looks rough. Like our pretty boy looks, he looks rough. Sebastian Stan is playing Donald Trump. Yes. So Sebastian Stan, all the only photos that we have gotten of this beautiful man in the past little while has been him as a young Donald Trump. And it is so harming. But unfortunately, it's, yeah, I don't know. I know that he has really bad anxiety, and I know that I've heard rumors that he deals with it in different ways. Um, not the healthiest, but um, unfortunately, it does seem that, like, he just looks really tired. Huh. Pretty, still gorgeous. Like, he's still a beautiful man. Yeah. But tired. He looks like he needs a long nap. He does lead a long nap. And the hard part is, like, he's also only two years older than me. 
So he's only like 42. And so people are like, oh, he's aged like 10 years. He's getting so old. And I'm like, you shut your mouth. I'm going to slap you. No, the problem is he just can't find anyone to curl up with that will take a nap with him. He's got a girlfriend. Sort of. (laughs) I mean, there's a weird. Okay, what's weird about Hollywood is when you wind up with celebrities where people are like, oh, they're only dating for the PR. Will and Jada. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and honestly, Taylor Swift and that football guy. I think that's Okay, been... but yeah, but it's been hilarious watching the videos of his brother jumping out a window, so. Mm. But she also dated what's his name? Tom Tom Middle or uh yeah, Tom Middleton? Yeah. Yeah, that was like for three months. They were madly in love, she met his parents and then they were done. Yeah, she's she's like the Jerry Seinfeld of, of like singers. Like, she goes through a lot of dudes, just the way, like, he went through a lot of chicks. Lots of people have been through a lot of people, and, I mean, we, we don't, I don't, I think it's kind of weird when we are so invested in someone's dating life. Yeah, yeah. But, um, anywho, I think, I think we can call this a, a podcast. Uh, but before we go, let's play that little game of where we can find you on the internet. Um, so as I said, at, hopefully it, it made the cut. Uh, we were having some technical difficulties this evening. I'll try my best to stitch this all together. Uh, but next week we are planning on doing our 80s pop culture pub uh, movie episode. Uh, if not, it's coming. It'll happen. Uh, we just had some scheduling conflicts this week. So um, that is on the pipeline. And yeah, be on the lookout for that. Um, Alexa, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash rexarula. Excellent. Uh, Lillian, where can we find you? You can find me sometimes when I'm paying attention on X or Twitter uh, as Queen Zombie. Come say hello. And occasionally if I feel like streaming on Twitch, you can find me at Queen Zombie. Excellent. And Kevin, where can we find you, sir? Um, I don't understand Twitch, so you won't find me there. I also don't understand. I love you. you. Yeah, I, I've watched people on Twitch. I don't understand it though. Um, I also don't. My understand. life is dictated by a Twitch schedule. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also don't understand Snapchat either. Yeah, me either. Yeah, I, I had it downloaded for like a day, and I was like, I don't understand this. I deleted it. I don't even think I lasted two hours, and it was gone from my phone. <laughs> um, but I'm on the other ones at Helene's team. Excellent. Excellent. Um, all right. Well, on behalf of all of us this evening, my name is Chris Lockhart. I was joined by Kevin Decent, Lillian Knelson, and Alexa. And this was Geek Fallout Reloaded, the news and discussion podcast for geeks. Bye, geeks, and we will see you again in the not-too-distant future.